Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is your cell phone is really not your friend. We're going to be talking about how a future cell phone is one day going to require you to have the mark of the beast, not just to turn your cell phone on, but to access your money, to access your ID, your driver's license, your passport, your everything. I've been telling you, your cell phone is not your friend. It is the device that's going to force you to take the mark of the beast in order to buy or sell, and we are not going to take the mark of the beast. Okay, let me refresh your memory here. And I know probably everyone's familiar with this, but you'd be surprised how many people that don't follow Prophecy Club are not familiar with these verses. So let's take a second look at them. So this is Revelation 13. My opinion, chapter 13 in Revelation is probably one of the most important chapters to understand in all of Bible prophecy, which is why I'm asking people that are coming to level two uh, watchman training to memorize the 13th chapter of Revelation. So it says, and he, speaking of the Antichrist, causeth all, that means everybody, every beating heart, all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in the right hand or in the foreheads. And we know what that mark looks like. And that no man might buy or sell. Now think about that. If there's coins and paper currency, they can't track every purchase. For that to be true, every purchase on the globe has to be tracked, has to be monitored. In other words, the Antichrist has to get between you and everything you buy and everything you sell. He has to get between you. Okay, there's three things. We got the seller, <laughs> we got the money, and we got the buyer. This is saying... He's between you. That no man might buy or sell, save he had the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here's wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is a number of a man, and his number is six hundred, three score and six. Now, with that in mind, let me explain. Today's money transfer works like this. You can actually give them cash or you can give them coin or some kind of services, Okay. Or you can hand them a credit card, which then has to go to the bank, and then the bank has to give it to them. However, in this system to come, this is the way it will work. Say one person wants to sell his lawnmower to his neighbor over here. Well, what he does is pull out his cell phone, and then that cell phone transfers digital cash from his cell phone to the guy that's buying his lawnmower or car, whatever it is to his cell phone. But it's not cell phone to cell phone. Instead, it goes up to Starlink satellite, down to Starlink satellite, and it will probably automatically connect into any and all Wi-Fi's. In other words, your passwords and things like that are going to be removed for digital money exchanges. That means if there's any Wi-Fi, whatever the strongest signal is, whether it's Wi-Fi because you're inside or whether it's satellite because you're outside, it's going to grab the most important signal. You have to get to a signal in order to make the exchange. And who's it going to? Well, it leaves one cell phone. Somehow it goes up to the satellite, the low earth orbiting satellites. And who's in control of them? Well, that would be the image of the beast, the Antichrist, the digital ID, the digital currency. In other words, this is how the Antichrist is going to get between buyer and seller seller and buyer, so that unless they worship him, they don't buy or sell. In this article, leohoman.com, 
the coming globalized digital money system, he says, just got the endorsement. It needed to proceed as the replacement, I hope you're listening, replacement for fiat paper currencies. Fiat paper currency is what we have right now. He says, I've been warning for more than two years. Well, in my case, I've been warning eh, probably 40 years <laughs> that the global B system will be fully in place when we see the globalists succeed at implementing two key components. A global digital ID. Now, what do we mean digital ID? Well, I can pull out my wallet. I can show you a driver's license. I can also show you that I have a passport. I also have an LTC or a license to carry. So I have three kinds of photo IDs, what they want right now. But try to imagine this. You cannot go to an airport. You can't go through an airport. You can't drive a car. If you're pulled over, they don't want to see some paper ID. They don't want to see some card. They want to see your cell phone, and you better have the approved digital ID. And that digital, in my opinion, I think this is the way the cell phone's going to work. Not this one, but a new kind of a cell phone, which my understanding is they've already made 7 billion of them. The outside cover, no, no, no. You can't put any outside cover on it. The, the outside of the phone, the front and the back, is always active. You can't turn it off. It's always taking your fingerprints. The camera, the voice is always activated. You can't turn it off. So it's always taking your photo. It's always recording your voice. It's always taking your fingerprints. Can't turn it off. So it's 100% biometric identification of who is holding that phone at the moment. In other words, you have to have a cell phone to access your digital ID, your driver's license, passport, credit cards, everything. It's your everything. Your cell phone is your everything. See, we used to think, back when Prophecy Club started back in 1993, we used to think, and there were a lot of people going around saying, oh, they're going to put a little uh, a, a computer chip size of a grain of rice underneath your skin, and then that's going to be red. No, it doesn't work like that. You are carrying your digital ID right now. This is it, your cell phone. So we, we were thinking that they would just put a chip there. We're already carrying the chip right here. This is the chip. So you, you get to the airport, can't get on an airplane without your cell phone. You get pulled over, car, you can't move your car. Your car is, that's the reason they're putting up all of these uh, cameras on all of the, the lights all over. You're seeing cameras going up every place. And you look at the camera and you think, oh, well, that's in case there's an accident. Then they can see who was really at the fault of the accident. No, no, no. They are tracking your license numbers. And it wouldn't surprise me, but what the license numbers will change to be some kind of a digital code. So it's a little bit more accurate and a little bit more easily read for the cameras. But you won't be able to drive on a street. You won't have access to any of the freeways, any of the airports, you won't, you won't be able to, again, buy or sell unless you have this digital ID that is tied to the digital currency. Now, let's talk about the currency. A global digital ID for all people and a new form of digital, global, global digital money that would be designed to replace cash. They have been racing toward reaching these two goals, and 2023 may be the year they succeed. No, actually, I happen to know. The plan is by 2025 to have the system in place. Now, they're going to be taking steps even this year. 
and they're gonna they would love to have it in place by 2024 but they are they're pretty sure they will have it in place by 2025. on april 10th the globalist dropped a bombshell that very few news outlets have even noticed and i will take the rest of this article to lay it out for you he does a good job of laying it out so i'm going to read it we're going to talk about it the digital currency monetary authority announced on april 10th that it will be a new global central bank digital currency, or CBDC, calling it a universal monetary unit. Try to remember that. We talked about it a couple of times before. Universal monetary unit. Also known as Unicoin. Unicoin. Which all of the world's central banks and commercial banks will be able to use for settlements of trade among each other. So, I've been studying Bible prophecy for 40 years. For all of those years, we've been wondering what will be the way that they can get between the buyer and the seller so no one buy or sell, say we had the mark of the name of the beast and the beast's name. How is that? We now know its name is Unicoin. So what exactly is the Digital Currency Monetary Authority, you ask? Well, he says, I did a little digging. It defines itself as follows in a press release. The DCMA is a world leader in the advocacy of digital currency. Now, a couple of things I've got to point out. Notice it says world leader. They're not looking for national distribution, national cash exchange. World leader in digital currency. Didn't they just say that's exactly what they're trying to set up? Yes, they did. And monetary policies, innovations for, here it is again, look at this, governments and central banks. You're not a part of it. You use their system, their digital ID, their digital currency, or you don't use it. You don't do anything. Membership within the DCMA consists of sovereign. Now, what's a sovereign? A sovereign is something like the Indian reservations or a state or a nation. A sovereign is no one tells them what to do. A sovereign is generally like a king or a queen that actually owns their own property. They're actually in charge of it. So when it says sovereign, that word means something. That's important. Sovereign stakes, central banks, commercial and retail banks, and other financial institutions, you and I are left out of it. Remember, Kissinger said, who controls food controls people. He who controls the energy can control whole continents. But whoever controls the money system can control the world. That's their objective. Why would he say that? Because that is their objective. So, long-awaited, we covered this a couple of weeks ago, long-awaited federal digital payment system to launch in July. Now, they've already begun taking, how should we say, sign-ups for it. They started that uh, in, in June. But by, excuse me, April. They started in April. But by July, it will be fully in place. One person said by July 18th. And I don't know exactly what happens then, but I'm watching the date to see. The system will allow bill payments, money transfers, and other consumer activities to move more rapidly. Oh, yes. We really, we're so tired of these slow credit cards. We're so slow, tired of these slow transfers, baloney. They're not about making it better for us. They're making it better for them to control us. The Federal Reserve Digital Payment System, which promises that it will speed up the way money moves around the world, will debut in July. Fed now, as it will be known, will create a leading-edge payment system that is resilient, adaptive, 
accessible, and designed to cut your head off. Oh, it, well, it doesn't say that, but we know that's really where they're going. It goes on to say the DCMA further describes itself on its website as, notice the, the name, look at the word here again, the world leader of digital currency, monetary authorities to enable trade, globalization, international payments. Now, if you haven't read Revelation 13, if you don't know we're coming to a world system, so that no man can buy or sell, save he had the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name, and if you take that mark, you're damned to burn in the lake of fire and brimstone for all eternity, and if you don't take it, you lose your head. But see, most people haven't read that. They don't understand that. The first wave of cryptographic, cryptographic cash was designed for public untrusted networks. DCMA reimagines the net wave of cryptographic innovations engineered for adaptation to central banks. Okay, what are they saying? We are going to enslave you. DCMA is also trying to establish a unifying platform that will utilize one single currency they call Unicoin, by which their Unicoin network is authorized and fully backed by the IMF. The currency is powered by artificial intelligence. Yeah, that sounds real good. Okay, so what is artificial intelligence? It's intelligence coming out of something other than a beating heart with a brain. Mm, image of the Beast? Probably. What did that just say? It just said that this Unicoin, in other words, all of the some 207 nations will put all of their currency into this digital Unicoin. Now, the way that Unicoin is going to work is it'll leave a cell phone, goes up to the satellites, goes through the quantum financial computer systems or the imagery-based BC systems, comes down then in exchange. That means that the bank can control what you spend it on, monitor everything you do. They know much, how much meat. They know whether you've been driving too much. They know whether you're buying gasoline or whether you're using electric. So, not only do we have a digital version of the Bank of International Settlements, but here it is, the big thing. We now have it endorsed by the IMF. That's a big wow. In other words, this Mark of the Beast digital currency system that we've been watching for for 40 years started in April and actually gets off to the races in July. So what was written 2,000 years ago is happening in our lifetime. This may be the one big drop that we're all waiting for. Those of us who pay attention to global trends and assess how they're aligning up with Bible prophecy. Governments can issue their own CBDs all they want, but that doesn't engender a globalized money system any more than if they issued fiat paper currencies without a bank of international Settlements, which is known as the central bank for central banks. In other words, they got to be global. They got to have the, the top people's endorsement cooperation. And guess what? They not only have the top people endorsement and cooperation, it's the top people that are setting it all up. In the post-World War II order, the world financial system has operated with the SWIFT system. That's what we have it net right now and the Bank of International Settlements as the global conduits for fiat currencies. The glue that holds it all together so money can flow around the world, but that system, even in the electronic age, was based upon cash, 
paper cash coins being king and the U.S. dollar being the world's reserve currency. Alesk Shah, a crypto expert with Bank of America Securities, suggests that a truly digital money system is designed to replace cash once and for all. In other words, coins, paper, gone. He says, we are already moving to the world of digital currency. We think we are digital today. Now, this is important right here. We think we're digital today with our currency, but we are really not. We are electronic. He explains, we always need a middleman. Once there's digital, however, you don't need a middleman. You can actually use it like cash. I give Harry some money, smartphone to smartphone, and that's the promise of digital. We're not there yet, but we're getting there real, real fast. And we will be getting there with digital assets and one day the Fed actually putting out digital currency. But even after nations and their central banks issue their own CBDCs, there's still a void that needed to be filled. They needed a digital framework that ties all of these central bank digital currencies together. More than 100 nations are working on rolling out CBDCs. But in order to have a truly global system, you need a centralized conduit, a framework, as they call it, which the nations will affiliate these new digital currencies. Okay, what they're saying is, once this is in place, and the globalized digital money system is married to the globalized digital ID system, which is being forged as we speak in accordance with centralized standards being set up by the World Health Organization, here it is, here it is, here it is, then we have a truly global system of 24-7 control over all humanity. This was written over 2,000 years ago, Revelation 13, and here it is happening not just in our lifetime, not just this year. We are only a few weeks away from seeing this. This big stuff, guys. Big. Why? Because the technology is associated with the central digital currencies and centralized digital health passports. That's right, no medical care. You can't go to Home Depot unless you have your cell phone and your digital ID all tied together. It's going to be far more efficient at controlling human behavior than fiat paper currencies and or paper, paper or plastic ID cards in people's wallets. The old system of paper IDs, paper money, was sinister in itself. The underlying objective was for the state to mark you and track you. But the state used very crude tools, and because of this, one could still function, albeit in a diminished manner outside the system, using cash to buy what they want. However... The advent of digital will take things to a whole new level in terms of the elite's ability to control our movements, our spending habits, everything, our churches, and whether we buy or sell. We all know it's money that fuels the global beast system seeking to remake us all into transhuman digital slaves. So this announcement on April 10th was Huge. This new platform claims to afford the world's central banks the ability to convert 
their own digital currencies into Unicoin. In other words, all of the nations, whether it's the mark, the yen, the, whatever it might be, will all transfer into the digital Unicoin, and then we don't need banks. We don't need governments. We can transfer funds person to person. But it's not really person to person. It's still going through the central bank system, which the image of the beast will control. For easier international trade, that's right, you know, international trade is just so hard right now. This can make it easier. Lie. While also allowing more stability against the pressures of inflation and deflation. Isn't that what the world is looking for right now? Stability, safety, and security? The Digital Currency Monetary Authority announced these plans on April 10th during the 2023 spring meetings at the International Monetary Fund and World Bank. So, let me suggest let me suggest a few things. I have a racquetball buddy that grew up in Russia. He speaks broken English. And uh, Stunny, you have to understand, in Russia, if I accept Jesus, I lose job. That's the same thing Dmitry Dudeman told me. In Russian economies and Russian world, that's the way it is. You accept Jesus, you lose your job. You starve to death. So over the process of the couple of years I've been playing racquetball with him, slowly and at the right time, the right way, I've been able to lead him to the Lord a couple of times. I've got him to say, Jesus, be my God. So about 10 days ago, he comes up to me. He says, my son and my grandson are going to get baptized this Saturday. Fabulous. I said, well, then you should get baptized with them. No. Uh, I said, no, no, no. You should. You should get baptized. And here's what you say. Three things. I see you got to keep it real simple for these guys. As a matter of fact, he asked me to, to send this to him in a text. I, I did. I could pull up the text on my cell phone and show you. So I sent it to him in a text to make certain he got it right. I said, one, ask Jesus to forgive your sins. Sins? What are sins? I said, well, you know, like adultery, uh, stealing, killing, murdering, you know, those, those are sins. I had to explain to him what sins are. Ask Jesus to forgive your sins. Ask Jesus to come into your heart. Ask Jesus to be your God. Three things. That's as simple as it gets. Oh, I can't remember that. Send it to me in a text. So I sent it to him in a text. Now, I played racquetball with him Tuesday. I didn't ask him yet if he got baptized and if he said that prayer. But as I did send him in the text, he read it. He said, so this is what I need to say. I said, yes. I said, read it. Ask Jesus to forgive my sins. Oh, well, say it. Okay, Jesus, forgive my sins. Jesus, come into my heart. Jesus, be my God. So I know I will see him in heaven. I said, now, what about your wife? Oh, she's Jewish. She won't, she won't have anything to do with this. I said, ask her. So I've been praying that his wife would have the curtains pulled back and that she would see she's a sinner and just because she's Jewish, she still needs Jesus. That's the most important thing. We're all going to die. Well, probably. I guess there's a possibility now that some of us could live through this. But living a long time is not our objective. Instead, building the kingdom of God, 
winning as many souls to the Lord as possible is our real objective. However, on the way to doing that, I think we can be a real blessing if we're prepared. So I would suggest you do a couple of things. I've covered this a lot of times. I've left this up so you can see this while I'm talking through this. We have 11 prophecies <laughs> that say the dollar is going to fall. Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. So when we have 11 prophecies saying the dollar is going to fall, 30% to 50% to 66% finally be worthless as leaves blowing in the wind. I think that that's... See, I think the day... Well, the, the Lord told me. Maybe I should tell you that story. Okay, so it was June 14th of 2008. I had just spoken in Amarillo that night. Before I went, I was talking, part of what I was talking on was uh, the, the suitcase nukes, uh, the, the Dimitri Dudeman prophecy that Russians going to attack, and also our vision to find a well in Israel. So before I went to bed, I said, Lord, I hope you please what we're doing because we're not going so good. I mean, we were spending $3,500 per seating in advertising, not many people showing up, not many people getting saved. And that night, I heard an audible voice. I mean, just like you're hearing my voice right now, I heard an audible voice. And Leslie, bed right next to me, she didn't hear it, but I did. And I even answered it audibly. It said, Stan, I will give you the money to drill the well in Israel. I said, the oil well in Israel? But there was no answer. It was like, no, son. I said, all I'm going to say. Now, anytime I say that, I have to give a disclaimer. And that is, I cannot guarantee we're ever going to get the money drilled for or hit oil in Israel. I believe that we're about to see the fall of the dollar. Later on, let me get this straight here. Later on that same night, and I seldom talk about this, he took me into a school. I literally sat in a desk, and he spoke to me for most of the rest of the night, and I'm sorry, I can't remember any of it except this. He showed me Leslie standing in front of our fireplace. She was holding up newspaper after newspaper after newspaper of those prophecies of the fall of America. Omar ushers in Palestinian state. Israel refuses to help America. And he said to me, audible voice, said, when those prophecies I gave your wife begin to come to pass, people from all directions will begin to turn and listen to your ministry. When someone has 11 prophecies that they've gathered from people, people that don't know each other, people that are not conspired to tell a big lie, and they're all basically saying the same thing, that the dollar's going to fall, when you got 11 of them, bub, that's credible. There is, in, in, in the eyes of God, there's absolutely no reason why anyone should not believe that statement, that the dollar is going to fall. Now, one of the first times we were told that was back in 2010 when Shane Warren had the vision showing the dollars blowing in the wind worthless as leaves. If you're not prepared, if you're not believing that, how do I say it? Uh, the, the kindest way I can think to say it is shame on you. I mean, do you not believe the Bible 
The Bible says in the mouth of, let, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. When I've got 11 prophecies, these people aren't lying. Even if one or two is lying, what are you, you going to do with the other seven or eight that's telling the truth? When you've got 11 that says the dollar's going to fall, time to get prepared. And for that, I'll send you to cornerstoneassetmetals.com. I can't give you any advice, but those folks can. Call them and say, you don't have to do anything. You don't even have to open an account at the time. Just call and say, hey, here's my situation. What do you think? Give me some advice. Free. Okay, call them. Second, we got 14 prophecies saying that there's a food shortage coming. I just today got the Kansas Wheat Report. I signed up for this about a year ago. And so every year they send me a series of reports. They get a group of like, I forget how many people, 28 people that drive through 280 different points at random, stopping, taking samples of the various wheat fields, all kinds of wheat fields, all across Kansas. And they take samples and they analyze them to see what the, the wheat crop in Kansas is going to be. Because primarily, if you're eating bread, for the most part, that bread, that wheat, came from Kansas. It is the largest wheat producer in the world by far. And they're saying that they're down by, I think the number was like 23%. The wheat harvest is down. Well, no surprise with scalar wave active changing the weather patterns. No surprise. There's a food shortage coming. We've got prophets, 14 of those. We've got 17 saying that a meteor is going to hit, causing a tsunami and an earthquake up the center part of America. I don't know exactly how to tell you how to prepare, but I will tell you that what I did, I just walked around, I mean, for, I was at least three days, maybe a week, Lord, all, all day long, show me what I need to do to prepare. And he laid on my heart some things to do. As a matter of fact, I got solar installed, and I love my solar system. Uh, and you can get that by solarsurge.net. Joe, good guy, he'll help you. If you need food, the best long-term storage food that I know of is wheat. I mean, wheat was what fed the 50 prophets in the caves. Wheat is what fed the entire world for seven years during the seven years of plenty, the seven years of famine of Joseph and Pharaoh's. Josephkitchen.com can show you how to do it. They got videos explaining it all about you. Now, finally, last thing I want to say. You see that one that says 32 suitcase nukes? I think the count's actually up to 33. We have 33 different people that have seen dreams and visions and angel visits, including Dimitri Dudeman himself coming to his grandson, Michael Baldea, and telling him and showing him suitcase nukes going off. For suitcase nukes, I'll send you the MP Shield. They got a little device. Here you go. Oh, here you go. They sent me one to show you. Just like this. Black to black side of your battery, green to the body of your car, red to the red side of your battery, peels off the back, stick it somewhere under the hood. Takes 10 minutes. They got video show you how to put it on. You can put one on your car, every one of your cars, and then one on your house. That way, if you get a suitcase nuke close to you and it fries everybody else's computer chips, your car still starts. Your house computers and things like that still work. Your refrigerators that have computer chips in them still works, things like that. We got seven people that say that Russia is going to attack in a surprise nuclear attack. Most important thing, ask Jesus to forgive your sins. 
to come into your heart and be your God. Then get yourself prepared enough so you're prepared and you're prepared to help your neighbors around you. They're going to be knocking on your door. They're going to be knocking on your door. And you want to be prepared. And you want to have plenty of... Remember, I, I, I just bought 500 Bibles today. <laughs> We're going to give them away in Honduras. I would recommend you have some Bibles. Matter of fact, I guess maybe I'm telling myself what I need to do. I probably need to get our office to get a bunch of Bibles where you can get some good quality Bibles at good prices through Prophecy Club. Everybody ought to have a stack of Bibles in their house to prepare to do some Bible studies when their neighbors come knocking on the door. I'm Leslie, owner and founder of Joseph's Kitchen, and I want to show you how to make healthy, homemade, whole wheat bread for only a few hundred dollars a year. At Joseph's Kitchen, our ingredients have been packaged for immediate use or long-term storage. Go to josephskitchen.com or call the number on your screen to order today. Don't get caught unprepared. Go to josephskitchen.com now. Terry Saka with CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. So what's going on in the world of finances? Why should they call today? Well, China has laid out in a speech a few weeks ago exactly what they think of the United States. I haven't seen that in my 55 years. With China and Russia forming these reserve currencies, new reserve currency, we better be prepared because that dollar is going to be in deep trouble and we're going to need assets to protect us from it. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. Call them or go online, cornerstoneassetmetals.com, or call them at 888-747-3309, 888-747-3309. Leslie Johnson had a prophecy back in 2011. She says, the Lord says there's going to be something put into the water supply in many cities of the nation. People will begin to get sick, some will die. Get a good, reliable water filter. You will not be able to trust the tap water or the bottled water. You must get something to filter the water you are going to need. That's back in 2011. So if you want it, we suggest you go to prophecyclub.com. You click right here where it says Berkey's. This is what it looks like. Currently, all Berkey's are in stock. The one I have is this guy right here. It's the crown. It has eight filters. I recommend you get as much as you can afford and also recommend you get some extra filters. That's at prophecyclub.com. 